Hello, prayer friend. Once again, thank you for listening in to our prayer cast from AfriChrist Prayer Ministries, the ministry that reaches out to the busy person, the millennials, the professionals of all fields, and to the underchurched, uh, often unreached people. These podcasts are the ones that help you to develop footsteps with impact in your prayer life. We believe the scripture that says that the steps of a righteous person are ordered of the Lord. We also believe, just like Jesus did and the disciples, Paul and the prophets of old, that our prayers should have impact every time. And so we believe in praying with impact in our ministry. Jesus never prayed a prayer that failed, and he never sent out a command that didn't achieve its intended purpose. He prayed and commanded with words of impact. We are confident that the Bible-based prayer principles that we teach never fail. The Bible says that God's word never comes back to him void. If our prayers are initiated of the Holy Spirit, as it says in Romans 8, then they will never come back void to us. Please thank you again for listening in. Download this and send it to your friends. We would appreciate if we recommend our prayer cast to your friends. Uh, we would also appreciate if you recommend our app, Afri Christ, to your friends. This app can be downloaded from the Apple App Store, and also the Google Play Store. It's the same app for both platforms. It's very well done, and it reaches out to people like you. Thank you once again, and may God bless you as you're listening. Thank you. Hello, prayer friends. Welcome once again to our prayer cast. This is Sam Kawesa, your host today. Happy New Year. Oh, I pray that you had an awesome uh, Merry Christmas and a holiday season last year. Now, we have entered 2020, and there's a saying that uh, hindsight is 2020. In other words, when you look backwards, you always see things clearer. However, this year, I promise you, because you have prayed, you are going to see things in 2020 in real time. In other words, your spiritual sight is going to be 2020 in real time. Let's believe that and let's do that. You know what? There is scripture to support our assertion that this year is going to be a year of 2020. We're going to see everything 2020. No hindsight right now. So before we go on, I'd like to give you a little numbers game. Uh, Last year, towards the end, uh, our crown for downloads uh, was the United States. Okay? And it was closely followed by Nigeria. Then that was followed by Ghana. Kenya was in fourth place. And then Uganda was in the fifth place. Well, our friends in Pakistan and India kind of lagged, you know, lagged down. But I believe they're going to do much better this coming year. Now, this year we have already started off very well with Nigeria. Three times as much as the next one in line, who is the United States. However, it's only two days, but Nigeria has got off running. And I thank you all for downloading, regardless of how many downloads we get in our country. Uh, it is a blessing because we know that prayer is catching on. We follow biblical principles with prayers, okay? And we know that prayer works. And we know that God hears us. And we're going to see some scriptures today that will show that he really does. Okay, and I'll give you a story about a, um, a viral video that was going on in the Internet that really fitted in with what we are going to learn today. Now, our title today is Break Out. You have the key. 
because you have prayed. If you've been bound by spirits, if you've been bound by poverty, if you've been bound by lack of any kind, if you've been bound by um, um, failure to pray, if you've been bound by anything, you need to break out. I'm not talking about breakthrough. See, you can break through and still be with a mess in front of you. But when you break out, everything is new. And we're going to see that today from the scriptures as we go on to learn our principles for that, uh, for this episode. So once again, I welcome you to this new year and this new episode, okay? Now, for people of prayer, we know one thing, that um, all kinds of bondages are going to be broken because we are in this year of 2020. Our site is 2020. If you go to the eye doctor and he tells you that, you know what, your site is 2020, you don't need glasses. You know, you walk out there and you look, you see every color clearly, you see everything clearly, light doesn't bother you, darkness doesn't bother you, you see as the Lord intended you to see, and that is the physical sight. However, in scripture, God promises us that we are supposed to really be 2020 all the time because he is God. God speaks to us and he gives us the authority to use Jesus' name to overcome and break out. Today we are going to see what it means to break out and be 2020 spiritual sight. Now, I know that uh, scriptures are many times are misinterpreted or sometimes, you know, people will tell you that, well, that scripture, that's not what it meant or that's what it said. But, you know, like I always tell you that scripture sets a precedent. Scripture gave us principles. And when you, when you have those principles, they work all the time, every time, in every situation, as long as you're doing it in the will of God. And what that means is that you're applying them correctly for the time. In other words, the written word, which is Logos, has become the living word of God, Okay, which is Rhema. We are people who believe that because we follow biblical principles, when we pray, We receive what we get because we only pray the things as the Holy Spirit gives it to us. And the Holy Spirit only can give you the word of God. And we know one thing that the word of God never comes back void to him. So if you pray as the Holy Spirit directs you, according to Romans 8, 1, then you are going to pray God's word. You don't have to worry about am I in his will or not because it's his word and it will come back Uh, with impact, okay? That's why for us, we know that what we give you as the scripture principles, they do work because it's the word of God. It's the rhema word of God, okay? So now as we go into this lesson today, you're going to see that we are not just praying for breakthrough as many times Christians love, love to use that word. No, for us, we are breaking out, okay? Everything is breaking out. When you break out, you come into a new, uh, a, a new environment. You come from the old environment. You are now in the new environment. And 2020 is going to be your catchword here. That's, that's 2020 spiritual sight. This year, that's what it's going to be for us who pray. Okay? So praise the Lord, my uh, my friends. Let's uh, get started on this. And I'm going to read you some scriptures here. And from there, we shall continue in our lesson for the day. Let's start with uh, 1 John 5, 13 through 15. 
This scripture says, I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us when we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask. See, that's what I've been saying. He hears us, okay, when we pray. Because we are only asking him things that are from his word, things that are in his will, we know it will come to pass. We never ask things that are not in his will for the time. A lot of Christians try to ask for things that don't make sense, things that are they may be in the Bible, but they are not biblical for that particular incident, okay? So they just think that God is just going to do it just because it's from the word of God. That's not how it is. But when you pray in his will, you are going to break out because you have prayed. What have you prayed? You have prayed his word. What kind of word? The word that is in his will for this particular uh, uh, circumstance, okay? So just be careful not to just quote scripture and then get disappointed when things don't happen because all you're doing is reading the word of God, which is you're reading Logos. You have not transferred Logos into the living word of God, which is Rhema, okay? That is similar to when Jesus was being tempted by the devil. The devil spoke some word, okay, some scriptures, but they were not rhema. They were not living word because they were just written word. He was reciting what was written before. He forgot that he is speaking to rhema himself, the living word of God himself, Jesus Christ. So when Jesus spoke, things happened. That's how you pray with impact, okay? So now we're going to read another scripture here. When uh, This is in Matthew 6. Chapter uh, chapter 6, verse 5 through 8. And it says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't bubble and on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Now that is key right there. He knows exactly what we need because he knows that and he loves us and he's uh, you know, he's our father. He's going to give us exactly the words that are going to have impact. The words that are going to cause a breakout. And those words never come back void to him. So if he says, uh, if he gives you a word and he says, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Because it's coming from him at that moment. That's what happens because he has ordered you are speaking his word in the book of peter says that we should speak as if we are speaking the oracles of god in other words speak as if god is really using your mouth and which he is to speak the word and when that word is spoken it never fails okay i have so many testimonies i can't bring them up to um uh, in this episode, but over the year, I'm going to give you some testimonies that will just amaze you. Something just happened recently, and it's just amazing. But anyway, 
let's keep uh, on track with this okay then i'm going to read you another scripture and i'm giving you all these scriptures so you can get lined up to know where we are going as far as um, break out for the year okay we are going to break out i'm going to read you a scripture where king hezekiah was threatened you know he kind of got scared but you know one thing about hezekiah when things happen to him as we shall see in this and another scripture he goes to god and god loved hezekiah in fact uh, one of our statements that i've been saying came from one of his requests and this is in isaiah 37 14 through 17 and also um 20 through 22 you know in other words isaiah chapter 37 verse 14 through 17 and verse 20 22 okay another king was threatening hezekiah and so when this this threat was brought to him by the messengers of the other king what hezekiah did he got everything together he got the papers of the threat and he went before the lord and the scripture says the king brought the threat to the lord after hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it he went up to the lord's temple and spread it out before the lord and hezekiah prayed this prayer before the lord o lord of heaven's armies god of israel you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim you alone are god of all kingdoms of the earth you alone created the heavens and the earth bend down o lord and listen open your eyes o lord and see listen to sancarib's words of defiance against the living god then it continues now o lord our god rescue us from his power then all the kingdoms of the earth will know that you alone o lord are god then isaiah son of amos sent this message to hezekiah this is what the lord god of israel says because you have prayed because you have prayed about uh, king sennacherib of assyria the lord has spoken this word against him and god goes on to say the things that he's going to do to uh, sennacherib because what Hezekiah has prayed. So God wants us to go to him before we even give all these reasons why. If you notice here, King Hezekiah gave all these reasons and told him, you know, he glorified God, he told him who he was. But God just said he cut it all out because you have prayed. What does that mean? It means that you have trusted. You could have gone the other way, you could have gone to the generals, you could have gone to the advisors, but instead you did what? You prayed. So when something happens to you, when someone threatens you, because you have prayed, God starts to do stuff. Okay? This is what we are in. 2020 this year this is when everything spiritual is 2020 in front of us it is sight that is pure it is sight that is powerful it is sight that is full of impact and that's what's going to happen to us this year 2020 is going to be a year of breakout things are going to break out and you are going to be amazed okay and um I'll read you another uh, another story again from uh, King Hezekiah. See this is a man who like I said when things happened to him he prayed, okay? Even when he heard some bad news and the bad news came from God himself, he prayed. That's what you need to do. 
whatever the doctor said, whatever the employer says, whatever the politicians say, you pray. Okay, here it goes. Isaiah 38, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 38, verse 1 through 3 and verse 5 through 8. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. About that time, Hezekiah became deathly ill, and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to visit him. He gave the uh, king this message. This is what the Lord says. Set your affairs in order, for you are going to die. You will not recover from this illness. When Hezekiah heard this, he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, Remember, O God. How I have always been faithful to you and have served you single-mindedly, always going, um, doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept bitterly. Go back, it continues in um, verse 5. Go back to Hezekiah and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of your ancestor David says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life and will rescue you and this city from the king of Assyria. Yes, I will defend this city. And this is the sign from the Lord to prove that he will do as he promised. I will cause the sun's shadow to move 10 steps backward on the sundial of Ahaz. So the shadow on the sundial moved backwards 10 steps. That is breakout, okay? That's not breakthrough. That is breakout. God is saying, you are going to die. You are going to die. And he sends this man. You know, if I was, if I was the prophet and God tells me, go tell him to die. And then he tells me before I even leave his court. And he says, now go back. Tell him, tell him that he is going to live. And I'm going to add 15 more years to his life. Wait a minute. Do you know what that shows us? Do you know that shows us praying with impact. Here Hezekiah has received this bad news from God. He's telling them that you know you are going to die. Time to pack up, man. Put everything together. And instead, Hezekiah goes to God and says, "Lord, this is what's going on. You know who I am." And the man pleaded before God. With impact he prayed a short powerful prayer. God was so impressed. He said one thing. He said again, I have heard your prayer and I have seen your tears. See, many times it would be, oh, I've seen your tears and then it's God's compassion. No, but he heard his prayer. So again here we see it's because Hezekiah prayed that God turned this thing around and then he did something that doesn't normally happen. This is something that does not happen. The sun stops and goes backwards. Yo, you tell about praying with impact. God will turn things that you do not know can be turned around. He will cause politicians to turn around the laws that they have passed that may be against you that may be coming up uh, um standing in the way of you doing things and they'll reverse If he can if he can turn the sun dial around if he can stop the sun and pose the sun dial then you know one thing the laws are nothing the edicts of the king of Assyria is nothing 
okay what your employer has said about firing you getting rid of you is nothing whatever it is the divorce papers mean nothing okay because god can turn the worst thing around your sickness you may be praying for someone and the doctors have come up with all this the lab tests everything seems to be going the other way god can reverse he is the creator of the heavens and the earth okay i'm going to read you another man who is a man of prayer who again prayed with impact and you see the reason why we need to pray okay this is about nehemiah nehemiah was you know uh, was a servant in the king's court he was really a waiter to the king and he was serving him with food dinner and uh, he was giving him um, his drink and so he goes there but he was very very sad he looked sad even though he wasn't sick and the king noticed it so let's read this and you see where we're going so this is nehemiah chapter 2 verse 1 through 9 Early the following spring in the month of Nisan during the 20th year of Artaxerxes reign I was serving the king his wine I had never before appeared sad in his presence so the king asked me why are you looking so sad you don't look sick to me you must deeply be troubled then I was terrified but I replied long live the king how can I not be sad For the city where my ancestors are buried is in ruins and the gates have been destroyed by fire. The king asked, "Well, how can I help you?" With a prayer to God of heaven, I replied, "If it please the king and if you're pleased with me, your servant, send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried." The king with the queen sitting beside him asked, "How long will you be gone?" When will you return? After I told him how long I would be gone, the king agreed to my request. I also said to the king, "If it please the king, let me have letters addressed to the governors of the province west of Euphrates River, instructing them to let me travel safely through their territories on my way to Judah. And please give me a letter addressed to Asaph, the manager of the king's forest, instructing him to give the timber I will need it to make beams for the gates of the temple fortress for the city walls and for the house for myself. The king granted this request because the gracious hand of God was on me. When I came to the governors of the province west of the Euphrates River, I delivered the king's letters to them. The king, I should add, had sent along army officers and horsemen to protect me now this is awesome okay here is a man who was sad and suddenly because he prayed to god power was in the words that he spoke to the king impact was evident because immediately the king gave him what he requested and then when you pray with impact when there is a breakout of this power when you pray let me tell you something see this guy was depressed he was in this prison of depression he didn't have anything to go do what he wanted to do in jerusalem he didn't have protection he didn't have uh, a house because he even asked the uh, the king for timber for his own house but now there is a breakout of this power praying with impact that the king is now getting instructions from 
the man himself, Nehemiah. Because look what he says. Oh, could you also write these letters to such and such? Oh, by the way, could you also ask them to do such and such? Because, you know, I'm going to need some timber for a place to stay at. He gave him protection as well. That's our God. That's what I call breakout. It's bigger than breakthrough. Christians love to pray breakthrough. But listen, I pray breakout. You break out. This thing comes out and you start using it. It's called praying with impact. Okay? When you pray with impact, there is a breakout. There is a breakout of anointing. There is a breakout of power. There is a breakout of uh, everything that surrounds you. There is a breakout of light. There is a breakout of revelation. There is a breakout of anointing. Let me tell you something, my friend. Start praying breakout. Stop praying just breakthrough okay breakthrough you can break through this brick wall and when you land out there you land in more mess break out uh, 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 uh. it doesn't happen that way so now i'm gonna tell you a story which really amazed me i am on this whatsapp group my high school group you know uh, of many years ago and someone posted a video there were all these different kind of animals Dogs mostly, and they were in cages and they wanted to get out. Cats trying to get out the house. A dog trying to get out of the compound with a huge gate that it had to fly over. Now, this one dog looked at this gate and kept trying and it would jump halfway, jump a little bit higher. The next thing it jumped and it was way over the wall, okay? Then this other dog uh, was in this cage and it kept pulling the cage upwards, trying to make a dent in between the cage wires and the floor so that it can squeeze under. It tried and tried until it broke out. While I was looking at this video, the Lord spoke to me and he said, that's what I'm talking about. That's breakout. That's breakout. God showed me something else. Breakout gives you dignity. When you look at Nehemiah, here was a man who was a servant in the king's palace. He was a waiter. Maybe looked down upon as someone who cleans after the king when the king eats. He cleans the floor. But after he prayed with impact and after there was a breakout, he started to walk in this power. Everything was now clear. Everything was 2020, okay? Spiritually, he could see very clearly. So he could ask whatever he wanted of the king. That is what I mean by breakout. He had dignity. His dignity was back. He was not just a, a waiter now. He is someone who had an army, army officers guarding him. His dignity was back. He went back to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall with everything he needed, okay? That's his dignity. I can see him with his head up high saying, wait, what, what do we need for that? We need uh, this wood and timber and whatever. And he said, J- just go get it from the other supply. Oh, that governor, go to that governor over there because he, I have the authority from the king, he's supposed to give it to me. He got everything he needed. He got his dignity back. And so the Lord was showing me that these animals that were caged, they were animals that had lost their dignity. They had been put in these cages like, that's not how God created them. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, they are trying to get their dignity back. And once they got that in their mind that nope, 
I am dog. I'm getting out of here. I am top dog, not caged dog. Once they did that, they started breaking out. A cat started to open the door, turning the knob. And I'm like, wait a minute, how does it even know? But it had been observing. And now it's time to get his dignity back. He's going out there, okay? Dignity within is a powerful force. Many times it's unrecognized, okay? It's within us. We come with it. All of us have it. We have that human dignity, but it is a force that is powerful. Once you stand as a person of dignity, things start to break out, okay? Sometimes we have to stand up for uh, what God has given us, and in this case, these animals did because it's one of the basic things that God gave us, the dignity. Our God-given dignity is basic for our existential being, for just being who we are, okay? You know why? Because he said we are created in his own image. He is a dignified God, God the creator. He is the one who said we are created in his own image, okay? And our dignity is greater than any circumstances or even the bully in front of you. You know, think of bullies in school. They try to bully people by lowering their dignity, making them feel like they are not worth what um, being where they are. You know, it's like not even worth to be on the ground they are standing on. Uh, it happens in politics. It happens in racial uh, things. You know, people try to make you feel like you don't belong. But you know what? One time, um, uh, King, um, one time, Pope Francis said something at the beginning of a year. One of his speeches he gives. I'm doing a lot of paraphrasing here, okay? But uh, you'll get the meaning. He said that you know, no one on this earth should feel like they do not belong where they are. In other words, we are created in God's own image he is the one who determined where we should be and i think that's in uh, acts chapter 15 or 17 i forget where it is but basically he's saying no no person on this earth should feel like they don't belong on this earth okay so that is we should all have this dignity because it is a god-given dignity because we are created in his own image these animals in these cages they felt like they had lost their dignity so when I saw this video and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, I started to poke this friend of mine who, um, who posted it just to see his thinking, you know, what is he thinking about this? These animals were just tired of being denigrated and, you know, told, uh, we got you, you know, what can you do about it? Basically, that's what we do when we cage animals. It's like we are telling them, what can you do about it? You're going to be in that cage. And uh, they knew inside of them, though, that they didn't belong in cages or to be locked up. Many times we ourselves are put down or so beat up by situation and circumstances, say like in a, a spouse in an abusive situation, that we fail to realize the fact that we were born free and wonderfully made by God. You know, that's what the scripture says in Psalms 139, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, so I thought about the many ways and circumstances uh, people or systems and indeed the devil deprives us of our God-given right to freedom. You know, the right to liberty, the, the right to a peaceful existence. God wants you to know 
that those visually powerful barriers that have been erected by people or even circumstances around you are not as powerful as they seem. They are not any more powerful than they really look and the dignity that you put inside of you gives you the breakout power. They are nothing but paper tigers, you know, compared to the, what he put inside of you. That's why the Bible says that he that is inside of us is greater than he who is out there. Now, don't forget that those things out there are temporal. In other words, they will disappear. They can disappear. They will go away. And once tested, those circumstances many times really actually do disappear. You know, the Pharaoh and his forces, they were drowned by water. We drink water. But he drowned a whole army. So he was bragging about his horses and the riders. He can do this because he got all these soldiers. You know, that's in Exodus 15, 21. You can read it if you want. And also, actually, in Jeremiah 51, 21, they also mentioned something to that effect. You know, these people thought, oh, we can go after those Israelites, you know. what They don't have, they don't have anything. And God directed them towards water, water that we need. Water that we drink. The Egyptians needed water. They were using it to grow plants, the, the water of the Niles and or, or the rivers, okay? But God, what did he do? He sent them towards the water to show them that he will use the weak things of the earth to make those who think that they are strong, you know? So he brought them in, and lo and behold, we know the story, Okay. So when I thought about this and I saw these animals and I'm thinking that's what happens when we are you know being held captive by circumstances by depression by uh, uh being put down by somebody or situations okay or you didn't go to school or you can't speak well or you are not this or the other or you don't look good or you're that you know all those things that put people down to destroy their dignity because the devil knows that that dignity is not their own. That dignity is God's dignity because we were created in his own image, okay? Now, in this video, one day they just determined enough is enough. I'm going to use the power of my dignity within me to break out, okay? It starts with a mindset. You know, the one area we should never secede to anyone, especially our tormentor, Satan, or even his agents, human beings or otherwise. Never secede your mindset or your thinking to the enemy. Because once he gets your thinking, he's had you. And that's what they do. That's what they do in North Korea. You know, they make those people feel like uh, they have to worship this man. Uh, you know, uh, Kim Jong-who, whatever his name. They want to worship him. Oh, the mighty leader. Oh, this. He take, he's trying to take up the position of God. And, you know, those people think he's really a demigod. But that's what the enemy does. Now, there were two parrots. One parrot got out. Somehow they figured out to open that little door and then one got out. But one thing that was interesting is that when one got out, instead of flying away, it stayed and started to help the other one to come out as well. And I'm thinking, human beings don't do that. Usually when they get a breakthrough, they break through. But you know, when you get a breakout moment... It's different. The selfishness that you may have is destroyed as well, okay? So the selfish spirit was not there with these parrots. So both of them took off, you know? And that's amazing what happens to you when you get a breakout moment with God. You are different. 
what we need to do is to study the cage situation around us. These animals seem to study the cage situations around them. When you study the cage situation around uh, around you, whether it's mental or spiritual or a, or any other way, you know whatever it could be, God gives you wisdom on breakout. You know that's what the Bible tells us in First uh, Peter five through eight and nine. You know you have to do your due diligence. When you do your due diligence, you get this breakout. First Peter five through five eight through nine says this: Be sober and vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Be steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by our brotherhood all over the world. So you see, he just walks around. He's a paper tiger walking around like you know, uh, like he's a lion looking for someone to devour he is using fear that's what he says in first peter know your enemy know his ways study him if you are going to break out okay we need to study the enemy's ways in order to hear the voice of god clearly when he says it is time to break out because one of the things i was thinking how come these animals they knew when to break out they knew the owner of the house is not going to be in around that time they knew the exact time in fact one cat was kind of caught in the act and he ran right back pretended like he was doing nothing he was trying to break out that cat did not do the uh, timing right but if you do the timing right if you listen to the lord he will tell you when the breakout time is okay remember when um, peter was in prison in um, in the book of acts The Bible says that the prison doors opened. You know, I call that the first uh, automatic doors that we ever heard of, uh, recorded automatic doors. The doors opened because it was the right time to get out of prison. Do not let, you know, your circumstances or even the people who are bent toward doing evil against you outsmart you. According to 2 Corinthians 2:11, you are supposed to be smarter than them. You have to be watchful and wise. Think and plan of your way out of the situation. If it is illness, plan where to go, which doctors to go to. You have to do everything. You know, me being a medical person, a lot of times people say, "How do you reconcile uh, medicine and your faith and what you preach?" The thing is, one of the things I tell people, you know, they come to me and when they're asking prayer, and they are surprised when I start praying for wisdom. Instead of touching them and say, "In the name of Jesus, be healed," I touch them. I, I tell them, "Now, Lord, we pray for the doctors, the nurses, the pharmacists, the lab technicians, whoever." is going to deal with this child of God. Father, give them wisdom that there is no error. Give the surgeon the attention that he needs. Give him the rest that he needs before he goes and opens your child up. I do those things and I've done them even in family sicknesses of people who are very close to me. And instead of praying for them, oh Lord, heal them because I know God has already provided and it's going to be healing through medicine for this particular case so we may have as well get the right medicine we may as well get the right surgeon we may as well get uh, uh, the the right lab work so you see everything has to be as the lord leads you so don't let those circumstances overcome you or overwhelm you you know god will give you strength 
to cut the iron bars and shatter the bronze doors that were slammed in your face. Isaiah 45.2 says, I will go before you and make the crooked path straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. So you see, God will break all those things that have been binding you. He will cut them, whether they are natural things, whether they are spiritual things, okay? We have to outsmart Satan. Uh, in 2 Corinthians 2.11 it says, So Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his schemes. You have to be familiar with his schemes. It's not saying that God do his stuff, but just be familiar with his schemes. Now, you know, when I talked about dignity, our dignity is power. Psalm 139, 13 through 14 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So you see, that's what happens. That's the dignity that God, with which God created us. He is God. He took his time to create us. One of the things that we forget that he took his time to create. See, if I cut you, you'll see all these veins and all these things. And it looks like, man, who put all this together? But the other thing that we do not see that is real for sure is the power that he has put within us. You know, that dignity that God has created in us, Psalm 139 brings it out very well. It is not just so that, you know, our veins look good and the heart, oh my God, you look at it as magnificent. Don't you think the God who created, who took this time out to create this magnificent thing, he would also give it the power to protect? Think about it. Yeah, we have the immune system. In fact, I did one uh, long expose on the blood of Jesus medically, uh, uh, comparing it to the human blood and the blood of Jesus, comparing the functionality of the two. And you'd be amazed how they are mirror images of the other. And so the God who created this magnificent body that we see in Psalm 139, he, don't you think he gave you the defense system that's beyond the uh, immune system? There's, there's a system that you don't see, the system of the mind, the system of the spirit. He gave you the defenses that you need to fight off the enemy because the enemy most times he attacks us through our minds. And so God gives us a defense system the same way he gave us a defense system of the immune system or for the physical side. We also have the immune system on the spiritual side. Okay, So he is the same God who created us, who gave us, who will straighten, straighten out the crooked paths that are in front of us. That's how God is. In, um, in Exodus 15, 21, after the children of Israel saw what God did to the enemy, when the enemy's um, horses didn't mean a thing because they were on foot, these people were in chariots, they had spears, they had everything. These people had nothing except their possessions. Uh, Miriam made up a song in Exodus 15, uh, 21, uh, verse 21 and, and on. He's, one of the things I like is this. He says, Sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider he has thrown into the sea. Okay, now we are going to look at that in two ways. The horse and the rider he has thrown into the sea. Remember I'm telling you about the defense system that he has given us? The defense system the children 
of Israel had at this time was God's own creation that he created, which is the sea, the Red Sea. So God used the Red Sea to overcome the enemy. God has provided us everything that we need to overcome the enemy, depending on the situation we are in. They were by the Red Sea. They were by water. So you know what he did? He separated and created and created. Uh, dry ground for them to walk on and then he used that same water to overcome the enemy see someone may think oh we um we have all these things that we can i can do this to you i have all these lawyers i can sue you i will do this god will use those same lawyers the edicts and the things that they write will be the same ones that god will use to have them convicted okay you think about dictatorships many times the dictators are the only people allowed to bring in guns in in many countries and these people are so over overwhelmed because the dictator has all the guns has all the tanks we saw it in libya we saw it in egypt we keep seeing it all over the world we saw it in uh, corizona corizona kino in uh, um the philippines of uh, decades ago you know this was a little lady marcos had everything Imelda Marcos had a house full of shoes. No one lived in there. These people had everything. But those same things that they had, because they were the only ones who could bring them, they are the only ones who could buy guns, they are the only ones who could bring tanks, they are the only ones who could buy airplanes, those same things were used against them. That's what God does when things break out. He uses what is out here. The Red Sea broke out. That wasn't just a breakthrough that was a breaking out and it covered the pharaoh and all the soldiers that came with him. So that's how our God is. That's how powerful he is, okay? Now, one of the things I saw in that video was this. Sometimes the things that we are standing on, the things that we are depending on, actually we may need to get rid of them, okay? Because that will be where the breaking out is needed. One of these dogs was in a cage. and he tried it it i mean it did everything to open this cage it it made a big dent in the cage you know underneath the cage but then it realized that as every time it tried to put his head through it couldn't go through and it looks like the cage wires were bent as far as they could go so you know what it did it realized that the padding that they put in that cage for it to sit on that soft padding was now in the way so it says oh okay so it's just pushing the padding and un- from underneath out of the cage first then when it did that there was enough space for that dog to go underneath the cage and make a breakthrough okay and it's amazing how this happens in our lives the things that we think are giving us comfort is the things that sometimes God wants us to get rid of first it could be the job it could be the riches that you got um <laughs> from stealing it could be anything okay it could be the uh, uh relationship you are in that you're not supposed to be in he wants you to get rid of it whatever it is remember that dog the padding was put there for it to be comfortable when sitting down but the padding was in the way that status quo that you're in may be in the way and so what it did it pushed the padding out first you may need to get rid of that first okay you may need to throw it out 
you may have done everything you could but your freedom is being still held by the status quo okay by the comforts that you are having that you need to get rid of that way when you get rid of them they are not in your way to getting close to god to hearing from him to have a breakout you know one of the dogs on the video also uh once it got out it shook you know how dogs do like if you throw water on it it shakes the water off when this dog got out of this cage it stood out of the cage and looked at the cage where it had been held and it shook itself like i'm shaking you off i'm top dog right now again that's what we have to do it got its dignity back you need to get your dignity back what is your dignity the way god created you read psalm 139 you're going to see what dignity means from a spiritual point of view you're going to see what dignity means and the power it has when you learn who you are that's how you know that he who is in us is greater than he who is out there and you will realize that god created you to be free to worship him to be free to do what he called you to do and that no one or no circumstance should keep you in its prison okay see many times we are imprisoned by our conformity to the false comfortable status quo get rid of it first okay so now this year let us call this not a year of breakthrough like many people do and i'm sure a lot of people out there saying yeah of breakthrough this is da 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 and i'm not downing people who are doing that but i'm just giving you a new way to look at this 2020 your sight we are not going to say hindsight is 2020 that's the natural sight spiritual sight is 2020 right now that's how we pray with impact when you pray with impact your spiritual sight is 2020 now okay we are going to pray a short prayer of impact i want you to go read back uh, you know those scriptures and if you go on www.prayingwithimpact.com that is www prayingwithimpact.com you're going to see the scriptures and the blog on the blog side of our of our ministry you're going to see all these things written down for you so you can follow them in a more organized manner uh, i know this is more conversational the podcast is but it helps you to go back to that area i try, what i try to do is to get the written word so that you can look it up so that when you're listening to me you don't have to worry about writing these things down you all you have to do is just flip your computer your phone and go to www praying with impact one word praying with impact.com and you're going to see our writings out there you're going to see the transcripts of many of our podcast episodes down there too and it has blessed a lot of people we've had a lot of downloads and we thank you for that and we pray that it helps you so this year let it be your year of breakout okay you're going to see scriptures you know you know like second corinthians uh, chapter uh 5 verse 17 it says therefore if anyone is in Christ he's a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new when you are in Christ Jesus everything has become new when you get breakout everything becomes new 
because the Bible says that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. That is in 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. And you're going to find that all on our blog side. So please, I advise you, go on our blog side, you know, as many times, print it, you know, distribute it to the people you, you um, study Bible with, you pray with. It's going to bless you. The one I did on uh, the Lord's Prayer, people were amazed at the information on our blog side about the Lord's Prayer, things that they never knew about the Lord's Prayer, how powerful it is. Instead of putting it down, oh, that's not a prayer, blah, blah, blah. They went there and they found the principles of prayer in that blog. That blog is amazing. So please go down there and download it. And look at it anytime that you want. Anytime that you, you know, you are not listening uh, to a podcast or to whatever else. You can just read it before you go to bed. Whatever it is, just print it out. Look at it on your phone. And it will bless you immensely. So this podcast also is the same. You're going to find everything on that side. All the scriptures that we have mentioned and more. Okay. So now we're going to pray with impact. So that we can have this year of 2020 right now. It's in right now. Our site, spiritual site, is 2020 right now. So here is our impact prayer. Our Father God, we come to you in thanksgiving by acknowledging your plan and intent to have us live free because we are born free. We thank you for your son who paid the price and uh, for any encumbering circumstances that may be in our lives. We thank you that our faith in you can move the so-called immovable mountains that we see around us. As with David, show us how to use Goliath's own sword against him. Whatever the sword of life may be, whatever the Goliath may be in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the freedom and power that dwells in all of us, even as we saw in this simple example of animals breaking out. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you for the breakout, now and forever. Amen. 